podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the Paddock Blues Podcast. You can find us on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash paddockblues. Or you can email us at paddockblues at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to the Paddock Blues Podcast. I'm Paul. Today I'm joined by Jamie and Melinda. And it's International Women's Day. Woo. Well done. Um, so I just thought to pay Well respect. done. Yeah. Well done thought, for being a woman. <laughs> thought to pay respect to like the biggest female Evertonian that's ever lived, ever, ever, ever. And of course, it's the one and only Denise Baxendale, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> You're such a shit, Paul. Uh, no, it's, it's <laughs> Melinda. Well, it's, uh, for today. Yeah, no, it's Melinda. How are you, how are you feeling on... Um, International Women's Day, do you feel liberated? Do you feel like this is your time to shine? Like, um, like I mean, I guess you could put it that way. Sure, yeah. No, I but guess. you are you are like the maddest, <laughs> the maddest female Evertonian I think I've ever met in my life. You live and breathe Everton, and it's great. Basically, it is great. I mean, so. my mental health is literally in the toilet, but it's fine. We move. <laughs> um, <laughs> we can all relate, um, but that's just the ups and downs of being an Evertonian, isn't it? So there you go. Yeah. That's not even a woman thing, because my mental health is in the fucking toilet as well, so don't worry about it. We're all in the it's same club, world. man. It's this club. Yeah. So just I want a to... mental health thing by Goodison, haven't he? Yeah, fucking hell, it'll be full by our time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, but... Um... Obviously, we're big supporters of her game too, and you know exclusivity and stuff Absolutely. like that. You know, it's not just yeah. a man's game; it's for everyone. And I think Melinda's opened my eyes to you know women's opinions on football. It's just as valid as men's, and some great opinions, some shit opinions as well. By the way, but thanks. Some, some, <laughs> some you really have good to bring me back down. You gotta knock me off a couple <laughs> pegs, Paul. I respect uh, it. I've got all my opinions are shit, so don't worry about it. <laughs> no but it's true like I, I honestly think um, I don't know I guess, I guess starting this podcast and stuff like that and um, you know I, I didn't realize that there is still quite a few yeah. men out there um, women too actually that put other women down and it's it's pretty crap to see that kind of behavior but it is what it is you know you're so gonna see it but overall I, I do think things have definitely improved which which is really nice to see yeah Everyone's opinions are valid, auntie. So, men or women, exactly whatever gender. And st- yeah, thanks very much. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's get down to business then. Let's make each other miserable and talk I'm about Everton. Paul. Yeah, <laughs> you're not. You're not really. It's all right. <laughs> it's okay though. Don't worry about it. We move. <laughs> yeah, Nottingham Forest, Jamie. Mm-hmm. You know we haven't been on since before Forest. So, two points dropped or a point gained. Give us your thoughts on Nottingham Forest that game, please. I can. Probably make an argument for either one, mate, really. Two points dropped or a point gained, because if you look at the teams, Forrest have took points off um, at their stadium this season. It's not a bad it's not bad company to be in, but the position we're in, obviously, and the position we were in and the game, it feels like a two points dropped, but really, maybe in the, long, in the hindsight of it, it probably is a point gained. I think looking yeah. back now, I think it's a point gained. Just because uh, they drew with City, they beat Liverpool. I think the last time they got beat at home was in October. You know, so I know people go, "Well, we were winning twice, but we shouldn't have scored twice." What have we ever scored twice? <laughs> oh, I think I nearly had an heart attack when we got that second goal. <laughs> Just like, what is going on here? How have we managed this? Mm-hmm. But uh, Melinda, you might watch your thoughts. You, I don't know at the time in the group chat. I think we were we were split in half. Maybe someone was just saying. Good points. I think me and you were saying, oh, it's not good enough. But having had a few days to sit on it now, would you say it was a good result? Or do you say, do you think we dropped points there? I mean, well, at the end of the day, I mean, a point's a point and we'll take it. Um, But I honestly do think it's two points lost, honestly. Like, you know, and I have hummed and hawed about it for like a few days now. And uh, I it, it, I think it comes down to like many factors. Like, yeah, I, I was shocked when Decore scored, I was like, am I in like an alternate universe? Like what's just <laughs> happened? Did we really get a goal that, you know, wasn't a penalty? Um, but uh, also, Demario Gray, thanks for 50 bucks because that was a... Yeah, I was going to bring that up. I was going to say, Melinda, <laughs> talk people, tell people what happened to start off the day. 
You were saying no. that Damari Gray was going to score, weren't you? All week you were saying. I was all day. I was like, it's going to be Damari Gray. Um, and I was right. You know what? I seem to have this like a thing. I don't know what it is, but whenever I bet on first goal scorer, I'm always right. <laughs> What's that a hat trick now, isn't it? You've got a hat trick now, haven't it? Yes, it was Calvert-Lewin against it was Palace. And then it was Mopay against, was it West, was West Ham, West Ham, I think, right? West Ham, only and then, goal. yeah, Gray against... Uh... I think you've only put three bets on as well, haven't you? I have only three yeah. and I've won each <laughs> every time. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, like, it, I honestly think, I've seen people say this as well on Twitter. And I think um, in a way, I know our bench is crap, but like, I think it came down a little bit to Sean Dyche and not changing things up when he should have. Because I think that second goal from Forrest kind of came down to like fatigue on our end a little bit um but yeah I just I think the second half was really sloppy it was really sloppy and we deserve those three points like we we played a really good first half but then you know I say that that I'm like well we played crap the second half but was it fatigue was it just did we lose momentum did we settle which is a very Everton thing to do we just kind of fall back and we don't keep pressing and pushing but yeah I I still think it's two points lost because if you look at our upcoming fixtures like (laughs) <laughs> it's not it's it's shit for us no, yeah it definitely is that's that's a point I was going to bring up is uh, the options off the bench and I heard someone else speaking this week saying Sean Dice's record at Burnley he never really used the substitute bench much but that could be down to the talent he had there but you look at the options off Evans bench and listen there'll be people who listen to our podcast and say oh do you, do you take the piss out of Tom Davis all the time we're only having a laugh <laughs> This way, you know, we all we don't dislike the lad, but we just think he's very limited as a footballer. But when you're putting Tom Davis and Neil Morpay on, try and go and get you another goal. It's it's not going to happen, is it, Jamie? They're just not good enough, and that. But that's what we've been left with at this club, isn't it? That that's it. No, there. Well, it is, uh, but they're just substitutions for the draw. As soon as you made them, you could tell straight away he was getting out of there for the draw. Just thinking of Obi and Gray off as well. Uh, I thought to call it. To be honest, actually had a good game. He deserved the goal. He was knackered, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, that's what I mean. So I was shocked to see Corey stay on the pitch for um because he actually well, he was at fault for their second goal, just literally yeah. give the ball away, couldn't yeah. couldn't kick the ball, he was done in. And that's what Sean Dice has got to sort of we can give him credit for the things he's done while he's been here, but he's got to take a bit of criticism because yeah, the bench isn't great, but it's fresh legs, you know. He just needed to throw fresh legs on because then Southampton, Nottingham Forest, are a bit like, oh, the three fresh legs on now. We've got to sort of sit back a little bit, or we can't go as we can't go as gun close as we can because they can hit us on the break. Uh, I don't know. I, I just feel sorry for him in a way because he's obviously turning out to his bench and thinking, "What should we to do?" But he's a football manager. That's what you've got to come up with. Yeah, I mean, from my point of view, I I was watching it and thought. Second half, we you could see that they were getting tired, and I just thought after an hour he maybe should have thrown Connor Cody or Yeti Mina on, maybe taking Mina, Onana yeah. off. I, I think Onana needed to come off me. I, I, just, I thought he 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 was very ineffective again. Decore uh, was blowing out of his ass. So was the so I think Demari Gray was actually making signals to Dice for a while that he was goosed like. So I think he wanted to come off. Uh, but I just thought I just expected a bit more out of Sean Dice. To be honest with you, and I'm not. This is not a massive criticism. I'm going to give him a chance, but I thought when we went two one up, I thought he'd say, "Right, that's it. We're done." Get what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Just, no, and, yeah I think on, to sorry. be honest, sorry, Paul. The, the probably the person he wanted to bring on the pitch, he was bringing off. It was screaming for the Mary Gray, weren't it? No, to come on and hit them on the break with his pace, but he never had any. So he had to take the whole pace off the team. Yeah, that's another point I was going to make. I mean. Melinda, I know you're a massive fan of Damari Gray. Uh, mm. you've, you've been calling for a while for him to play up front. How, how did you think he did when he played up front? I, I, I think uh, I, I think Gray played well. I don't know if that's just me being biased, but I honestly do think he did. Um, and from for me, from now on, he's up front for me. Like, he has to be. Yeah. Absolutely. There's no question about that. Also, as well, sticking with seeing Ben Goffrey, I think... We all asked for Ben Goffey to play left-back and I thought he got rinsed. He, that was a minutes. shocking performance from Ben Godfrey. He's He was having an absolute merit yeah. of a performance, performance, in my opinion. Like I yeah. was I was shocked because 
like, you know, we've debated this, I think a few times now about, you know, Godfrey and, you know, Holgate and just, I always picked, I was always team Godfrey. Like I was like, Ben Godfrey is this, blah, blah, blah. blah. And I always backed the lad. And I don't know if it's just him getting back into things, but he's, he's had a couple of games. I just don't know what it is, but it was, it was bad. <laughs> it was yeah, bad. He, he looked very rusty, didn't he? I mean, I think that Brennan yeah. Johnson had him. He's just had him in knots, didn't he? To be honest yeah. with you, like, yeah, uh, but yeah. I don't know. I, I'd still like to see Godfrey given a run of games at left back. And I, we can blame Anthony, who's on the podcast for that one, because he put on the group chat, Ben Godfrey looks all right, and then within 30 seconds. Shit. Yeah, it just turned to shit. So well done, Anthony. <laughs> Whose birthday it is tomorrow, by the way? So Ooh, happy birthday, birthday Anthony. Yeah, yeah. You little knobhead. Anyway, yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> um, <laughs> sticking to the same game. Talked about it before. Jamie, individual mistakes, and I've said this a few times on Twitter, Everton don't get away with individual mistakes, do they? Every single one ends up in the back of the net. I mean, to Corey, just kick it out, kick it anywhere but there. Michael Keane and Tarkovsky react slow to Brennan Johnson. He puts in the top corner, great finish, but we just don't get away with it, do we? No. You don't speak in this league. In any no any team, you can't make individual errors in this league. It's the best league in the world with the best players in the world, and they'll punish you. Um, I think our last take the two Arsenal goals out the first take the first two and Nottingham Forest two. That's four in six we've conceded that down to just pure mistakes. Yeah. Um, I still think Godfrey's a mistake for the first the first goal. Why is he getting so close to Michael Keane and letting that Brenda Johnson just stand there? And tap the ball in the net. It just, it just kills us. It honestly just kills us. But he's got to sort that out. That's down to dice to sort that out, and yeah. and, and the players to to sort of look at themselves and, and cut cut them out. But as you say, I mean, no one makes a mistake in this league and gets away with it. No one. They get punished and they get highlighted. Nobody makes it. I think Everton don't capitalize on teams making mistakes against us, do we? I mean, I can't Most... think of any. To be honest with you, like. I mean, maybe the Leeds keeper coming off his line and Seamus Coleman puts a worldie in the top corner, but that's all I think. It's just a freak. No, to be honest, when I was watching it, I was actually in uh, the pub watching it, and I said to me, mate, I think the last time I seen a player make a mistake and Everton scored from it, was never Titus Bramble tried to pass the ball back and Andy Johnson run in and scored against Wigan. I think that was the last time I seen someone make a mistake and Everton scored from it, or maybe Aspilicueta, Richarlison, um, but I don't know, mate. I, I trust Everton, innit? So, yeah. speaking of you know mistakes as well, like uh, against Arsenal, Gana Gay, massive error. What did you guys think of his performance? I thought, I thought he had a great game. So did I. I really, yeah, I honestly thought the exact same thing. So I was, what I was like, thinking wow. when I was watching it. I thought Sean Dice just leathered him, he's laid into him. Absolutely. Ev- every, every, everything seemed thought out. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It was so oh. much more like coordinated and like tactical. I thought like much a much different performance from him. Yeah, and we need that. Well. I thought Coleman, there was a, a, a he's few been solid. He's been I thought solid. I will be had a really good game, but I will be is just keep giving the ball away. Yeah, just stop giving the ball away. It's just simple. I, I mean, noticed he works it, hard it, and he just gives it away all the time. You know, there was there was a couple of like key moments I remember from him doing that, and you just kind of go, "Oh, mate!" Like you know what I mean? It's go, lad. Yeah. Yeah, you know, just it's frustrating as hell to watch. Sticking with performances, what 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 have you? I've I've been frequenting the uh, Everton spaces again this week. While I'm in work, well, I am actually working. If my boss is listening, I'm yeah, working harder, harder yeah. working. Yeah, uh, Onana's been getting a bit of grief. Uh, we need to take into consideration that he he did play well for weeks and weeks, and now it is sort of dropped off. Anna's age and everything else. Do you think we need to lay off him a bit, Melinda? So it's funny you bring this up because I tweeted something on Sunday and I, fe- I felt kind of bad after. I was like, I actually completely forgot that he was on the pitch. Yeah. I and and um, I, I mean, and then someone responded saying, well, if you don't notice and they're doing their job. And I was like, no, but not him, necessarily. like, we, we, not necessarily. Like, we, we've seen him perform at a, at a very different level than this, you know, and I don't know what's going on with him because we, you know, typically you'd want to see him improve on his performances and just get better and better. But, yeah, he had a bit of a... I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him. I, yeah, I, I think, do. Yeah, come on, mate. He needs to go to some park. 
Yeah, man, he thrives off that energy, doesn't he? I think he, he needs really a set position, me. I don't think he knows his role in the team. Well, he's still you know so I mean? new to the he's still yeah, so new true. to the Premier League, and good point you said as well. He's still so young, like yeah. You know, so we he's a, he's a mountain of a man, and you forget how young he is, don't you? <laughs> you know yeah. what? I when I saw him like for the first time at Goodison Park, I was like, "You are he's massive, man. Yeah, he's a, he he's is. so tall. He has such a presence on the pitch." And I think, Jamie, it's a really good point. Actually, you bring up. I think he he really has like shown us fans like that he loves the club you know and he's like made many statements now he's like he's not going anywhere and things like that just why it was interesting when like that weird thing was floating around on twitter like he's open to leaving the club in the summer do you remember that that was going around yeah, yeah. five he said he'd leave in five years i don't think there's a problem with that me personally. no exactly yeah but it's yeah. just it's just weird how like the media portray just like he's open to leave yeah. all it said because it's just like a fucking wind up isn't it like at the end of the day it's just stupid how that. A lot of our fans bite, bite though, don't they? They used to do that with Lukaku. Yeah, yeah, Lukaku used yeah. to go away and say, listen, I want to play for Real Madrid or whoever. Our fans said, oh, he wants to leave. He wasn't yeah. what he was saying. Is His goal is, and Everton is a stepping stone club. We just have to, that's what we are. You know what I mean? I'm all right with it yeah. as, long, as long as you get, have a little bit of success while you're here. I don't mind. You want to move yeah. on to Real Madrid and Barcelona and stuff like that. Happy days for me. Like, I, I think we need to lay off an honor though, you know, because you can yeah. kill someone. Yeah, I know. but you think you though, Jamie? Sorry, people. just just to counteract that, sorry, mate. You think with the position that we're in, and Melinda's already said fixtures coming up, we we can't afford to have players who who are just showing up every other week. I think I get no, that's but, where people are coming from. I think that's what they where they're coming from, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I get what you get. I get what they're coming where they, where they are coming from. But what you've got to remember is the reason we're in this position is because we have got all them players that just turn up every now and then. We haven't got a team yeah. that play well. Consistent eleven that play well for three, four weeks, five weeks. They're not so, good enough, Ari, to be. They're not good enough. So, for, if you, if your best player, and in my opinion, he is, as a couple of weeks where he's not been great because it was Arsenal. No, don't forget, he was good against Leeds. He was he not against Arsenal. Not, he was, you know, not the main Arsenal away. Um, and it was who just played Nottingham Forest. You know, let, let the lad have. I'm not saying let the lad have a couple of games because, of course, not. But I just think you've got to, you've just got to lay off him because you'll kill him. And if he starts making a mistake, if he makes a mistake on Saturday for the first time, he goes, "Oh, he's only a he's only a kid. He's literally yeah. only a kid." You've got to remember yeah. that he's a kid. And you think, if that he loves the ground being behind him, I don't think he's ever felt the ground go against him. Now yeah. let's not let him feel that. Let's not like get on his cage where he's. And then if he falls to bits, without, again, without a player. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with you, Jamie. And that's why, like, I, like, felt bad after I said what I said. And then I was like, oh, I have to remember he's a young lad. And, you know, it's his first season here in the Premier League. And he's with a, he's in a very difficult club. Like, you know, a very difficult situation. And we have to remember that as well. There's lots of things going on off the pitch as well as on the pitch. Like, it's... It, so I think sometimes we just have to remember that. And yeah, at the end of the day, when he's at that ground, like we'll back him 100%, of course we will. But yeah. yeah, I think we have to be careful of, yeah, how we go about things, especially especially with him. Paul, can I ask you a question? I know you like, I know you're a big fan of Anana. Yeah. <laughs> and Melinda, just a little you, bit, can, yeah. you can, obviously Melinda as well, you can answer this, but do we put too much pressure on Anana, as a fan base, do we put too much pressure on? I don't know where we are in the league and I get all that, but do you think as a fan base we're constantly going to add on this one player to get us out of it? I just, I just think every fan base is the same. I just think you see the obvious, the obvious talent that's there, and you, you think, all right, we you take into consideration how old he is and stuff that new to the league, and you know he's not going to play well every week because of our his age and his experience and all that. Don't forget, I don't, I think he was just a substitute for Leo before he came to Evan. I think he started every game that he's been available. So yeah. maybe we do put too much off. pressure on, but just because of where we are on the table, like I said before, we need, we're just desperate. We're desperate for results. So if we see someone who's playing below standards, then you start picking on them. But we are a, notoriously a fan base who does lose patience very easily though. So we need to we need to stop that. But I think that's that's just football fans in general. Apart from them, yeah. weird gobshites across the park. Ew. Yeah, but, yeah, but even that, even that case though, where they've got that, you know, 
that Uruguayan Andy Carroll, which we all called him. Yeah, he's, he's not he's now, a, is he? No, he's a good player, mate. Do you know he's what I mean? Player, they've stuck with him and they've, they've sort of rather yeah. rode the wave with him and gone, no, just you can see something. And he's had a couple of bad games and he doesn't score for a couple of games and there's no pressure on him. There's no like, and he come in with a massive price tag and he just took the pressure right off him. And now look at him. I think that's that's just me, my opinion. You've got to take the pressure off Anana and let him just play. Yeah, I agree. I think he come, he come in. I don't think, I mean, I know we nearly went down last season, but I didn't expect us to be in a relegation battle me this season. I thought we'd be mid-table, so we, he should have been like introduced into the team slowly, but he's had to play every week, and maybe it's catching up with him now. Mm-hmm. But, what do you think, Melinda? Do you think we put too much pressure on him? I think, I think right now, just because of the position we're in, the what we've been through the last couple of years, I think, I, I, I understand why, you know, we're panicking, and I understand why, you know, some, some people in the fan base might be doing that. But I mean, at the end of the day, like it's, it's what's going to happen. Like, you know, considering the position that we're in, like it's, it's, it's bound to happen, especially when you have a player that's coming out and, you know, saying that they love the club so much and they're not going anywhere. And, you know, he's, he's saying all these things, which is very wonderful. And we really want to hear that. And it really touches our hearts, like as supporters of this club, but we need to see it on the pitch. Yeah. You know, like we need to see that on the pitch as well. We need to see you back your words. And I get that you're going to have not A-plus performances all the time. I understand that. But we all we ask for and we always say on this pod is just we want consistency. You know, we just we just want consistency. But we're not going to get it. And, and I get that. And it's tough. And to put all that weight on one lad's shoulders because we have nobody, you know, on the bench that, that can come and help him out, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. So I, I do think sometimes, yeah, we – it's going to get to them. And I think as a fan base, we have to remember that there's only certain things that the players have control over. And all we ask is when they do get on that pitch and they are playing for that badge on that shirt that they're giving up a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. He's all right. So now I'll leave him alone. <laughs> he <laughs> is, you yeah. know what? Like I, I have a soft spot for him, but for yeah. me, I think the person I'm putting too much pressure on, I think is Damari Gray. It's because we've got no bit. one else. We haven't really got anyone I else. I know. Like, you know, you're, and that was going through my head there, Gene, when you asked me that question. I just think, you know, maybe we are putting too much pressure on other players as well. And I think, I think Damari Gray might be one of those players that people are going to expect a lot from in the next few fixtures. And if he doesn't perform, I'm just worried that we're going to turn on him as well. I think we can all relate to it, though. I know it's different from football, but, you know, you being a nurse and that, you know, you've got to do your job properly and, you know, under stress and that. I work in a job where you've got to hit targets and, you know, Jamie, you've got stuff that you have to do and you have to do it properly and it sometimes you can get to you. you. don't turn up for work the same every day, do you? Sometimes. No, ex- exactly. Mean? Yeah. Every but job just, has yeah. its ups and downs, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, I mean, yeah, there are some days where my job is really hard, like really hard. And there's other days where it's the most rewarding job in the world. And I couldn't imagine doing anything else. So anything, ha- any job has that, you know, yeah. that that satisfaction that you get from doing your job really well. Or you just feel like, you know what, pack it in. I'm not going to do it anymore. This is like the worst feeling I've ever felt. Anywhere you go, no matter what you do, everyone has yeah. that. Well, we'll move on in a minute from the Forest game. But just one last thing, the PGMOL. <laughs> uh, again, apologize to Everton for, after a clear foul. And James Coleman was dismissed dismissed by the referee and VAR. Now, yeah, no I shit, have, Sherlock. I have seen a report, and I don't know who it is, but apparently someone was saying it was on Sky Sports, that the reason it wasn't checked is because they'd already given us a penalty early on in the game. Now, I could believe that. Oh, it, yeah. It's probably complete bullshit, me. but I could believe it, because they called, well, we've given them one. We're not giving them two. Why would yeah. he go down there, Seamus Coleman? I said at the time, I was screaming at the, at the telly, that was a penalty. There's yeah. no reason for him to go down. He's, he's going to kick the ball. It was more of a penalty than the first penalty, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, well, wait, wait, these apologies, I mean, it's like, we won't give Everton a decision. We'll just apologise to them and they'll, they'll accept it. But you've got no choice but to accept it. But there's another three, but there's another two points that we could have been safe. You know what I mean? I think they've apologised to us twice or three times already this season. This VAR, this VAR is just, sorry. It's not the VAR, it's the people controlling it, but... We won't spend too long, and it's just a fucking absolute bag of shite. The whole thing, in it. It's 
killing the game. It's it, we, we, we and people have known this for years now. And that stupid VAR got brought in, yeah. killed the game. It completely killed the game. Suck the excitement out of football. Of course it has. Yeah. It's yeah. just so, so, so complete and utter excitement. Even when you're in the ground and you score yeah. a goal. That kind of Cody one in the derby for me was the one like. Oh, that is just you know I mean? not acceptable. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I mean, because I'm even at the point now with that where it's in my head beforehand when we score a goal, like a tight goal like that, when I'm like, because I was saying to me that something's wrong here. Everyone's going ballistic, jumping all over my head and everything, and I'm saying, no, something's wrong here. Yeah, it's just... Because I mean? usually you just go like that, look straight at the linesman, don't you? Yeah. And if he hasn't got his flag up, it's a goal. Yeah. But now you just... I don't know, even like... I'll be honest, even the Nottingham Forest when the referee gives the penalty, you don't celebrate because you're just thinking, you're just waiting for them to go. <laughs> nah, money. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. a handball against the Cora, you want it? I thought, oh, yeah. God, here we go. I mean, to the fan yeah. everything, I was just like, oh. So, it's just, yeah, I, I'm massively against VAR. Just... Yeah. Well, that's it. We'll move on from that game now then and only time will tell whether that was a big point or two points dropped. But in other news for Everton, Moise Keane has finally gone. Has anyone really bothered? Bye! Exactly who. I mean, I don't know how it works with this football finance and stuff, whether we've already had that money off the events, so I don't know. Who cares? He's gone. Another crab, another stupid buy. I'm surprised he's got sent off in 90 seconds or something. Yeah. 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 That was the most Everton thing ever. (laughs) Isn't the same once Everton have touched you? Nothing will be the same. Yep. And then same with that uh, disaster of uh, play from uh, Anthony Gordon. What an air shot! The air <laughs> shot, Starboy. Kicked... Oh god! Oh my god! Oh, I was crying at that, and literally everyone was saying the exact same thing. Once Everton's touched you, yeah, mate, nightmare. What the news that's come out today? Just sticking with the players for a while is that Everton are prioritising a new contract for Alex Awobi. Ooh. Now, how do you feel Say about less. that? Do you, th- do you think that? Do you think they'll wait until the end of the season and see if we go down, or do you think? Because you see, Alex will be maybe if we do go down, hypothetically being one of the players who stays to get us try and get us back up. Jamie, what do you think of that? Um, no, no, I don't. Uh, I don't. I can't see him. I think he'd go to. I don't think he'd force a move. Just to be, no, I don't think he'd come out and go. I need to leave or want to leave. I think he he he'd sit there and quite happily play in the championship for Everton. But I think if a move sort of materialised, he wouldn't be like, no, staying here and getting them out of it. This is our fault. I think they're all like that mentality. Yeah. Is the professional football? There's only Seamus Coleman and that team that you'd probably go, he would. They're all Tom Davis, you know what I mean? But even he, you know, he's still one level above that he should be at. Um, I don't know, mate. No, I, I wouldn't say he would. I wouldn't say he's got that in him. To go, yeah, I'll stay, I'll fight, I'll get these back up. It's not asked me. He's getting the money. He's he's getting the money that he wants. Job, he get off. Yeah. yeah. Just going well, back to Crystal Palace. So yeah. How do you feel about? Like, would you be happy for Alex Wobie to extend his contract? If I'd never stay yeah. up, or do you think? Do you think it's one of them? We should just sell him if we go down. Well, I mean, I think Jamie had a good point. Like, I do think. If we go down, I don't think he's going to be like desperately scrambling for a move. But I think he'd probably play with us in the championship. But I, I, I can't see, so, like, I, I can't see an offer not coming in for him, you know, because he has yeah. had some moments where he's played really well. So I, I, I think, I think an offer would come in for him, and he'd probably take it and go. Yeah, yeah. I think. Do you, so Paul, well. do you think he deserves it? Yeah. What do you uh, think? I, I think he does deserve it. Yeah, I think he does deserve it. But I've said to you on the group chat today. I think it's. Uh, it's a sad indictment of where we are as a football club when he's one, yeah. when Alex Awobi is one of your best players. I think, no offence yeah. to him, like I think he's got a lot of qualities, Alex Awobi. I really do. He works yeah. hard. He doesn't stop running. Doesn't stop running. Works hard for the team. Leaves it all out there, but yeah, that final ball is just not there, is it? It's just not there. I mean, he, he's through the other day and he just... I've never seen nothing like it. It's like they're all colourblind. Just passing it to a red shirt constantly. It's just, it's just mental. Honestly, I can't get my head around it. My head that, was off biggest, that was one of the biggest critics that he had, though, you know, leaving Arsenal, that he'd beat three, four men, get to the 18-yard box and just absolutely cast his pants. It was panic, yeah. Yeah. Don't know how to finish. Yeah. 
It is. Another news to, well, not today, but this week, and it's quite big news. Farah Mashiri has opted against selling the club amidst concerns that a sale could attract scrutiny from the government due to his links with sanctioned oligarch Alicia Usmanov. That's dodgy, that isn't it? That's the Daily yeah. Mail reporting. That's the Daily Mail reporting that. So take it with a with a bottle of salt, as Jamie would say. But, hey, <laughs> yeah, we got we got to keep getting that one in there. We can't let that one go. <laughs> yeah. But I think that that is extremely dodgy, Melinda. I'll come to you first. That just reeks of corruptness, done it to me. Like it does to me anyway. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? I would love to be a fly on the wall, go back years and years, and be a fly on the wall and just figure out what the hell went wrong and how we ended up here like it's yeah it literally it's so dodgy yeah. it's so dodgy it's just like i don't even know where to start jamie it just feels like we're in the plot of a mad james bond film or something doesn't it it feels like the we're like the mafia or something like the mob i don't know yeah. it's fucking weird <laughs> what's, what's your opinions on that what yeah definitely what's your opinions on i think we all know what's when i was pulling the strings don't we i think we've known that for yeah. a while haven't we yeah, he was, man. Before, obviously, this he got sanctioned, and we knew it was his money. You know, uh, USM used to sponsor the ground. Uh, he had that bid where he'd give 30 million just so he could have the first dibs and name in the stadium and all that type of stuff. And it was just, yeah. just wash money. And let's be fair, football's full of it. Football is absolutely full of wash money. Yeah. But it just seems to be highlighted when it's Everton. Um, I don't think who's, I don't think Machiri is going to sell. Because that stadium is his legacy. Well, not his legacy, but I think he needs it will, to build it will that stadium. Be, it will be his legacy. Yeah, that's what I mean. So yeah, and it's it's a bargainship, isn't it? You know what I mean? If you buy a plot, if you buy a plot of land and you can your house, you're building a house and it's half done, you're gonna wait and see if you'll get more money when the house is built. Um, so he's gonna wait and to see, and then someone will come in and go right, stadium's built, and I want a billion quid. Um, which I think he'll get. I do think he'll get. I think he'll sell as soon as he cuts that ribbon. He'll have eighteen months in the stadium. And he'll get off. That's my opinion, anyway. Yeah, yeah. When when someone like Aldi buy the new stadium, the Aldi <laughs> Arena, that'll do for me. <laughs> the little arena. Yeah, I want it to be called the Amazon Tesla Arena. <laughs> Amazon that's, that's, Tesla. That's the name, um, that like. But it but the writings in uh, Arabic. Most of all three of them are in. So we've got like Qatarian money, Elon Musk and Joe B Jeff Bezos. I think we've got more chance of, chance of getting called a Neto Arena, to be honest with you, mate. Bargain basement. Fussy man, I just got that thing where you can edit it, so I will get me dream. The home bargains are <laughs> Yeah. Definitely. Oh, the B and M the B and M stadium. The B&M. The Greg Stadium. <laughs> oh, As they're open twenty four hours. The Wimpy Arena. <laughs> oh no! Stop um, yeah, we'll have to stop. This is our football club we're talking about. We're just leathering it, aren't we? But yeah, oh, we'll definitely get calls something like that. Yeah, though. obviously in the same report, and we spoke. We won't really don't need to go into this, but it's saying that Farah Machida received several series bids for Everton, but will be instead pursuing investment from MSB Sports Capital. So. That that's been around for a while, that story now, so it looks like it probably is gonna go at that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Farhad, so, whatever you say, hon. I think the clue is in the title MSP arena. Probably could be called that, won't it? Whoever they are. Probably, yeah. yeah. You'll probably say that this was the striker that he promised. You just never got him in time. Yeah. There he is. There he is, sorry. You Here's what you could have won, like a speedboat on a bullseye. Bullseye. <laughs> you live in town yeah. with. Yeah. Right in the centre of the country with no water. It's just, it's just people. <laughs> there you go. Honestly, yeah. So, Everton, yeah, Everton, aren't we? Or Everton, isn't it? As you say. Yes. Whatever. Podcast. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Sounds. Okay. Uh, moving on to Brentford then. Big game again. I mean, I'm. Woo! I I can honestly say for the first time this season, I'm I'm seriously <laughs> very 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 worried now. We have to win on Saturday. We have got to win on Saturday. We've got no draws, not good enough. We have to win, and we're playing against the Brentford side who haven't lost in twelve. With oh. a lot, with a lad who's probably put a hundred pounds on Brentford to win, playing up front for a hundred thousand <laughs> pounds. What is Ivan Tony? Let's just talk about him for a minute. Should Ivan Tony be playing football, Melinda? 
right now. He's actually admitted <laughs> no. to those charges, hasn't he? Yeah, like there's no way. No way. I don't know what the hell is going on in the world right now, but literally, how is that acceptable? How is that allowed? I'll tell you how it's allowed. Just go two against Everton and then they'll have them. Yeah, there said, you go. I just said, I was just going to say, you get the hat trick and you go, right, you're banned. You've done your job now. Yeah. yeah. Well Thank done. Thank you very much. <laughs> but Everton win 4-3. Oh. Woo! Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're running out of games, aren't we? In all seriousness, we are actually yeah. running out of games now and we've got to win, haven't we, Jamie? I, I don't think... I'd be shocked if you say if you were to say to me now you take a point. I don't. We can't take. No, a point. mate. We've got to win. Got to win. You know why you've got to win, and you know what's even bigger. Look at the teams that, the look at the teams around us and who they're playing this weekend. And I'll just yeah. read it to you just in case. Yeah. Bournemouth play Liverpool. You know Leeds okay. play Brighton. Um, Leicester, Leicester play, play Chelsea. Chelsea. Nottingham Forest play Tottenham at Tottenham. Uh, Southampton play Man United away. West Ham play Aston Villa. And I wouldn't. I would say Wolves are sort of clothing themselves out of it, but they play Newcastle away. Now they're all games we've they got could all possibly lose. Game. This this yeah. could be huge for us if we can win. There's a yeah. Those are tough fixtures for like the bottom. The bottom six is very tight right now. So I feel yeah. like we really have it. We have a good shot of coming out of this if we can get a win. Isn't mm-hmm. the Premier League isn't cut and dry? Do you know what I mean? We're not reeling them fixtures off. Going there, get beat there, get beat this. To, no, obviously, look at when we beat Leeds and Southampton beat Chelsea, Bournemouth beat Wolves. Do yeah. you know what I mean? It, it, it happens, but if you're going to win, do it now. Yeah. 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 We need a hero, don't we? I put that in, like, yeah. block capital letters on there. And I was singing that song when I, when I came up with that note yesterday. I was actually singing that song in my head. <laughs> was, and we've already spoke about it before, but it's going to have to be the Mardi Gray, isn't it? You need, we, need to someone, we need someone to step up now, Kevin Campbell style, and get us the points yeah. we need to get out of this. I was going to say yeah. get out of the league then say we don't want to go anywhere, do we? But get out of this school. <laughs> but uh, Melinda, did we get your pen and paper ready for your, for your line-up and that later? I'm going to be asking you in a bit. So okay. uh, get your pen and paper ready. But no, as you say about them, about them fixtures that you just reeled it off there and you could make a case for all them teams getting beat, couldn't you? Yeah. So if we were to win, then... You don't know what it does me, do you? Do you think yeah. do you, you know it's a must win, don't you, Paul? You've got to win, mate. We've got to win and we've got to get good. Listen, I'm not a cheerleader for anyone can do whatever they want at the game. You can shout yeah. abuse, you can boo, you can do whatever you want. And but we need to get Goodison absolutely like we call it a bear pit. It needs to happen now. It needs to happen on Saturday. We need to put the fear of God into this Brentford team to never come remember, back to Goodison ever again. Remember when we played them last year? And And they we were literally gonna beat them three or four until that like until yeah. I got sent wrongly sent off by the way. Yeah. Um and it was gonna be three or four. I never look at Charleston scored. And I remember sitting I'd sitting there thinking, we've won this. That was the only time the last time I thought, yeah, this is a sound we've won this because Benford absolutely cacked themselves. So it's in them. It is in them to it is in them to do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Christian Eriksen ran the show as soon as we went down to ten men. Yeah, but I remember like the first twenty minutes, it was it was bouncing because I went to match with my brother, and that was like the flares. I think that was the first like with all the blue flares outside. I got burnt, and it was just my face was blue, and it was meant. I remember singing "Spirit of the Blues" for about twenty minutes. It was boss, and then in true Everton style, we uh, flushed it down the toilet like we always do. That's when Solomon Rondon got sent off. Wasn't it what a tackle? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, freaking yeah. Mortal Kombat style. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> it's a must win, isn't it? For me, it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really like, I'm so upset that I can't be there. Like, really upset. It's my weekend to cover at work, but um, I'm sure you guys will keep me. Oh no, you guys are going, so you won't be able to get. You won't get signal at Goodison. So I'll you, just have to you, you seem to be the only one and only person in the world who can get signal at Goodison. Oh, I was thinking that. I, I, think it's I, because I have missed phone calls off you and I'm going, oh, how the fucking hell is she doing this? Like <laughs> magic. How is she doing it? Well, I'm like, I think because I'm like, I'm not like surrounded by that many people like where I sit in the paddock, like I'm close to the pitch. So I think because it's like open space, you're not around a lot of people. I can kind of sometimes get a couple of bars, you know, sometimes I can send the occasional little sneaky tweet sometimes. Some people are like, mm-hmm. 
how are you tweeting and good at yeah. that? I'm like, wouldn't you like to know? Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it doesn't always work, but sometimes I get lucky. So yeah, well, we have to win, don't we? That, we do have, absolutely we have, do to have to win. win yeah. yeah. So yeah. everyone's favorite time. The uh, lineups. Linda, I'll give you some more time to think. Yeah. Oh, Jamie, I'll come to you. You know, first. I struggle. You, I struggle. With would this. you make any changes? I know we, we mentioned Godfrey earlier on at left back. Would you persist with him or Michelangelo's fit? Obviously, we don't know about Calvert Lewin. It's all up in the air. None of us have got a clue. So let's just let's just say he's not available because we don't know, do we? So mm, give, us, give us your line. Give us your lineup, mate. What, what would you do? Um, I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it. The possibly the only thing I would, the only thing I would change, possibly, be Yeri Mina for Michael Keane. Um, just purely through the fact that yet yeah, Michael Keane's been in for two games and conceded six goals. He took Conor Cody out for the same reason, conceding a lot of goals. Just try something else. Yeah, he means a threat from corners. Don't think Michael Keane is that much. He scores every now and then. Yeah, same team, but for me, Keane out, mean it in. Yeah. Fair enough. Melinda? Yeah, definitely. So, Mina, I want to bring Mina in especially for a game like this as well. I just think he has like the right presence on the pitch and kind of the right attitude as well. He'd be like a massive shithouse, which like I love him for. Um, but he's also, he's when he's fit, he's like great at what he does. So definitely want to bring um, um, Miri Mina in. But I'm also like, is it time to bring Connor Cody back in? Like I'm humming and hawing about that. And I really don't know. I honestly don't know. Connor. I don't think he'll drop either Tokovsky and Keane. He won't drop I know. Him. I think I he's going to persist with them too now. I think what he's hoping yeah. for is that they'll get that partnership going again with yeah. the other Burnley. No, I, I would definitely thing. I'd definitely bring Yerry Mina in 100%. Um, Patterson's still not fit, is he? No. No, no. So yeah, I would, I would, keep, the, I would, I would keep the same than other than that, but I, I would definitely bring Yerry Mina in. Not Garner? Garner? No. James is Garner. he fit? Yeah, I think he is. Garner. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, if I think maybe bringing him in later on in the game would get, get sort of give him some minutes, but I, I don't think I'd start him straight away. He's done a couple of under twenty one games, which is, I mean, I think he's been fine with. I haven't sort of looked, but I don't think he's struggled um, with those. I didn't hear anything about it, so, um, but I don't think I wouldn't start him. Especially as well, like the energy that we did have in the first half against Forest, I think I'd keep the same. But I, I just think Gary Mina. Sorry, Michael Keane, you're listening to this podcast, which I highly doubt. But I mean, like I love you as a person and all, but like I think this this game needs some needs some Gary Mina. Yeah, I don't think Keane's done a lot wrong, mate. I don't think Keane's done a lot wrong, but uh, to be honest with you, I dropped Tarkovsky. Yeah, I was thinking that. See, like I just. I played Mina and Keen. Mina and Keen? No. No, I would keep I would keep Tarkovsky and Yeri Mina. I think the two of mm. them together have more of a stronger presence versus Keen and yeah, Mina. Yeah. I, I think just you've don't... got to play Cody or Tarkovsky, just for the yeah. organization side of it. Are we all if you, if you were... Ben Godfrey at left back? If you sorry just, yeah. if you were if you were to drop sorry. If you're gonna drop Tarkovsky, I thought maybe you're gonna bring in Cody. No, I was. I was just no, thinking, I, I'm at desperate stages. At Michael, a desperate stage, but Michael Keane. No, yeah. Michael Keane for me doesn't have that. He doesn't have that strong sure. presence, like that leadership oh. presence on the pitch for me. And we need that in that back line. So it's got to be Cody or Tarkovsky for me with Mina. Yeah, Dyche is not gonna yeah. do it, but <laughs> at this point, I'll play Sean Dyche at centre back. Honestly, fucking <laughs> play me. Desperate. Yeah, <laughs> Hi, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but sorry, Ben Godfrey, ben sorry, Godfrey. yeah, would you keep him at left? Would you persist for him or would you go but maybe bring Michelenko back in and put Godfrey at centre back? Fuck it, I bring I would, I would bring Michelenko back in. Would you? I would, yeah. Jamie, you're not, you're not near that, you're not into it now. I don't think he offers anything, mate. I think he did Godfrey, Godfrey though. Well, I mean, Godfrey has like uh, Godfrey, Ben Godfrey's only played once, that was his first full 90 minutes in. True, okay, fair and enough. God knows how long. I'm not being funny, but he's, he, 
Michael and Cosm done anything where you go, Michael and Coffee said this, Michael and Coffee said that, Godfrey doesn't. They're both as bad as each other. And but that's a Michael and Coos Michael and Coos had all that all this season and Godfrey's had one game. You're not screaming for Michael and to get back in the team. That's what I'm trying to say. See, yeah, I, I look fair. at Ben Godfrey and he's got all the attributes to be a superstar footballer. Big, yeah. he's strong, he's quick, he runs at the ball, yeah. but then he has this like these moments of just like a complete brain fart. It seems like an Everton disease, doesn't it? it just just switch then, off all the time. I also think about Ben Godfrey versus Manchester City. I know it was away, but in more of a high intensity, sort of high stress, I think, situation, he performed quite well, I thought. So he had Alan Harland's head up as a hostage. Absolutely yeah. wrapped around his finger. Hilarious. And I think, you know what, then again, so yeah, Jamie, you have a good point. I I think they both they both bring certain things to the table and they also don't bring certain things to the table. So it's just kind yeah. of like which lesser of the two evils do you want to play, really? Yeah. How bad must this Ruben Vinagre be, by the way? I forgot oh, about him and El Ghazi completely. I was like, He's oh yeah. left back in that Ruben Vinagre <laughs> no. cannot get in the team. Crazy. He must it? be terrible in. I think he's uh, like him as well, by the way. I think Kevin Telwell just knew him and just thought you need back up a left back or, or get him in on. He was at Wolves with him, he? Yeah. Okay, hypothetically then. I've not well, said we won't mention him. If if Calvert Lewin is fit, would you throw him straight back in or put him on? Absolutely, one hundred and ten percent. Get start. on the pitch, lad. No, yeah. I'm kidding. Okay. Well, no. Well, I mean, we would we would love to see it happen, but it's not going to happen. If he's got sixty minutes in him, start him. Get sixty yeah. minutes out of him. And then get what off. we can, and then bring him off. Because yeah. if you play, don't you start Donald McCarthy Lewin? You're making that bench a little bit stronger by that having a grey or an Awobi that can come on the pitch. I just think you've got to start him. He's a number nine. You've got to play him. Yeah. Yeah. I I think if we would have heard something by now, though, if he was fit, to be honest with you, I I, I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't think he is. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm hoping against hope that they've decided, like, he's, he's trying to manage him because ever since he got that injury under Benitez, he's been rushed back in. I'm hoping that Sean Dice has looked at him and gone, listen, we'll give you four weeks, three or four weeks off. I want you ready for this game. I'd love to see some reports about his car, about his bed, about, yeah. you know, his ergonomics of his life. Like, what's causing this? Because, I mean, you know what? Good on Deitch, because it's like, maybe it is a mental health thing, but maybe it is partially a yeah. physical health thing, health, health thing too, Melinda Jody words. Um, so it, good on him for kind of looking into this kind of stuff, because like, what's going on? Like, this is this is actually kind of insane that this is happening like um but paul what about you what's what's your lineup yeah, um i would go with mean and Kimi. that's the only changes i'd make okay I, would, I don't know why i don't i don't even know why it's just came into me head before you've been playing but, football, you want, football man, haven't you? yeah i would I'd go with mean and Keane. i think keen's been all right he set up a goal as well i think yeah as funny as it's fair sounds, enough I, I think he's been put in the team to make a nuisance out of himself in the other box me as well personally watch michael keen Score now on Saturday. Yeah, so no, I, I, that's they're the only change. Obviously, Calvert Loon. I think we're all hoping against hope that he's going to be back, but I don't think he is. Yeah. But if he is, throw him on the bench. I would throw him on the bench definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Jamie has a good point by starting him to like have that presence, like starting out. I think that's a great thing, but I can't, I can't see Deitch just throw him in right into the starting lineup. I, I can't see that happening. Yeah. Okay then. So. Here we go. Prediction time. Someone put that on. Heart wants to go and first. head. What does you your head first, tell you? Your... It, yeah, you it's, interna- it's International Women's Day, so you go first, Jamie. <laughs> oh. Go on, babes. Go on, babes. Melinda, you go first. It's International yeah. Women's Day. Oh, wow. You guys shouldn't have. Um, I don't... Okay. Okay, so let's, let's, do, let's do head first. Okay. Loads of dead space on a podcast no, there. But, no, but now that you said hat trick Ivan Tony, it's stuck in my head now. <laughs> like, don't put it into the universe. Yeah. Um, no, I, I honestly do. You know what? I honestly think at Goodison Park, the fans are going to be up for it. 
the players, I think the players are going to be up for it. I really do think um, we're really going to push for a result here. Honestly, my, my head is saying 2-1 Everton. And my heart is saying I'd love a clean sheet for, for Pickford. So I, I'm going to say my heart's saying 2-0. But I think okay. I think they will get one. Any scorers in your um, heart one? Michael Keane. Why not? Yeah, why not? Fuck it. I don't care. I'll, you know what? Anything can happen. Decore yeah. just stuck a little cheeky goal in there. So you know what? I'm like, anything can happen. Michael Keane. And I will also say Damari Gray, I think as well. Oh, I think he'll God. get one. You've just wiped the floor at me because I was going to say 2-1 Everton Keane and Damari Gray. That's what I no. was going to say. Yeah. Fuck off. No oh, way. Obviously, obviously, I'll go with Onana because I always say Onana, don't I? Yeah, go on, Jamie. What would you uh, heart and head make? Go on. Sorry, that was that, that was my water. Sorry. Um, me head is saying one nil. For who? Everton. The Blues. Get in. That's and right, Jamie. Me heart saying two nil. I just who's think get, I just think he's sick of conceding goals, guys. I honestly do. Yeah. We, we've conceded too many, and I think he'll be drumming that into them this week. Why are we conceding that many goals? Yeah. Um, so I think they'll be working a lot on that. The goals will come from Tom Davis. <laughs> you know what? I would love to see it. I don't see that much as well. There's nothing I would love more to see than that lad succeed. I would. I would love to see it. No, Man- uh, manifest think... it. Manifest it. I'd also like to see a fucking pig fly, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> I think if we win 2-0... I think it'll be Ben Godfrey and Damari Gray. Okay. I like it. I like it. And then if it's just the one, who would you pick? Damari Gray. Yeah. Go ahead. Boss? My head is saying Brentford 1-0, I have Tony penalty. Yeah. But my heart yeah. is saying 2-1, like I said before, Keane and Damari Gray. Yeah. I think definitely, I think my head is saying they'll get one, and it's going to be fucking Tony, isn't it? Yeah, because he's not going to eat he, he, all that racism stuff last season. He's he's going to want to come to Goodison and uh, and that whistle as well, isn't it? He's going to put a nail in the coffin, and he that's what he's going to want to do. But anyway, he's a cheating bastard, and he shouldn't be playing anyway. But we'd have him in our team. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like yeah. all day. You are yeah. sentenced to play for Everton for five years. Thank you. Yeah. And then yeah. Yeah, I come up and I'm Ivan Tony announces professional football retirement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, another big weekend for Everton. Absolutely huge. And I think you said it a couple of weeks ago, Melinda, you just you don't want to be doing this. You want to just go into games and just like enjoy the games. Well, it's it's we just can't, can we? And it's just this Everton disease that we're all afflicted with. It's just a uh, yeah. What do we do? Just got to win, haven't we? Got to win. And uh, yeah, we'll have another pod coming out this week as well. We've got someone joining. We've got Chris joining us from uh, the fans who we were setting up all the, ma- the matches and the rallies and that. So we, we might have a few interesting things to say. So stay tuned for that one. And thanks for joining us. And up the toffees. Up the toffees. Up the toffees. Sports Social Podcast Network.